Welcome back to the Authority Building Content Podcast by One Stone Creative, where we give you tips and tricks on what content you should create and why to get more leads and grow your business. And today we are talking about the art of the blog post. So some people consider the blog a specific art form, and my partner Megan Doherty is one of those people, and so is a guest expert she talked to recently for the Authority Building Podcast. Lisa Baker, owner of Authentic Partnership, influencer marketing and copywriting expert, joined Megan for a chat about what makes blog posts work and how to use them to effectively grow your business. So the first thing you have to remember is that... How do I put this? Well, it's just like with a book or a movie. The most important thing is the plot. And the most important thing about the plot is it needs to keep moving forward. It needs to drive. The role a blog plays in your overall content marketing strategy can vary. But as you're about to find out, not all blog posts are created equal. And not every other type of content can be effectively repurposed into one. I'm looking at you, podcast transcripts, copy-pasted unceremoniously into WordPress. I think of blog posts almost like sonnets. They're this very specific art form to me. Um, and it drives me crazy because so many people just like throw stuff up, you know, and they just think, they think there's nothing to it, you know, and, and it, the exact opposite of the truth. The thing about blogs is, you know, our attention, people are so distractible you know, these days more than ever, and particularly when they're on the internet, you know? So if you're writing a blog post, you cannot ever give them a single second, a single line, a single word, even a single piece of punctuation that gives them an out to click away. Because if you do, then they will, because Facebook is calling, Twitter is calling, cat videos are calling, okay? So, so, so this is the thing with a blog post is, it has to be woven together so tightly that there's never a place they can leave. A blog post should be a series of cliffhangers where every sentence just pulls them inexorably to the next sentence. They have to know what comes next. They have to know what's happening next. But you have to do this in a way that they don't even realize it. And this, so this is very difficult to do. Um, and the primary way you do this with, with story is with emotion. Um, this is the thing that is missing from the vast majority of blog posts, and this is why people are always clicking away because they're boring, because there's no emotion. Um, the most important thing to do when you're writing a blog post is to dig deep, really, really deep into you know, the emotion that you need to convey in order to communicate the story. Now, it's not always easy to think of a narrative for every blog post in every industry. You've got to dig really deep and find the emotions of what you're talking about. Now, Lisa has an example of how you might do this if you are writing a blog post about how to send email to strangers. That's one of her areas of expertise and possibly the subject of a future episode. You always want to start with an emotion. And I, I like to start with a problem. In a how-to, you want to start with the problem emotion. Mm -hmm. And then over the course of the blog, you're going to trans pose that you're basically gonna you're gonna transform that problem emotion into a positive emotion mm -hmm. and so you're gonna carry your reader on this journey of how they feel right now when they're emailing a stranger mm -hmm. and at the end of it they're gonna feel differently about it but you're gonna reconnect to that emotion back at the beginning so I would start with you know fear that's how most yeah. people feel right anytime they're coming so I mean I would literally and you can you can you can 
evoke fear in a variety of ways, but the best way to evoke an emotion is through concrete details. So I would talk about, you know, I would probably describe, you know, you're staring at your computer screen. It's blank. Your palms are sweating. <laughs> you, know? you feel cold. There's a sick pit in the bottom of your stomach. You realize how long it's been since you've done laundry. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Not that I've ever experienced this. <laughs> bring that in because um, that's a different emotion. Okay. You want to focus on a single emotion, the emotion of fear. And so you just, you know, pull up all of these concrete details that evoke fear. And then, you know, then the zinger. That, so, so the reader is thinking, why am I afraid, right? Mm -hmm. The goal here in this first paragraph is to actually suck the reader into the situation. So they feel it first, but they don't know why. Mm -hmm. they, they know what they're feeling but they don't know why. And so that's, that's the thing that's pulling them forward. They're keep, keep reading because they want to know why they're scared. And so then you zing them with that, you know, you need to email a stranger, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, so, and then you can, you know, at this point they're hooked because, you know, you've grabbed them with this emotion and now they want this emotion resolved. And that desire is really the thing that's going to pull them through the rest of the story. And that's how you begin. Whether you're writing about how to email strangers or the latest trends in the finance industry or how podcasting is the best content platform ever, you find that emotion and describe the feelings associated with it. But a blog post is not focused on feelings alone. Usually we're trying to explain or explore something and we have a next step we want people to take. Lisa shares how you can do that. So each, each point, you'll give them something clear, something concrete, something actionable, but you'll also plant a little bit of um, doubts, not the right word, but incompleteness. So, so as they're reading each point, they feel like this will help, but not quite enough. And you want to do this very subtly. Like it's not, it's not an overt thing. It's more of you're, you're very specifically addressing one piece of the fear with each of the points, but they'll, they'll notice in their mind because they've felt the complete emotion at the beginning of the article, they'll notice the pieces that are not being addressed. And that will make them want to keep reading to find the other ways. So that's how you open a blog post with a deep emotion that's going to be effective for your reader. Then you give them solutions to that emotion. You can resolve it for them, but not completely relieving the feeling with every single point. So they are drawn to the next one. Let's find out how you end a blog post with the kind of result you're looking for, whether it's a click, a share, or someone walking away, really knowing something they didn't before. And then at the end, you want to go back to the original emotion. But, and you, so you want to evoke it again, but in a different way, you know, with a different tone. So, you know, um, so, you know, I mean, it might even be something as simple as, you know, you, you know, you're, you, 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 you rub your hands on your legs and you, and you take a deep breath, you know, and the pit settles and you hit send. Um, and so you give them that, you know, some closure, um, on that emotion. And that's, that's the satisfying bit of a blog post call back to the original emotional setting you created and describe the new feeling, the better feeling that's going to keep people reading and coming back for more. This is a powerful strategy for blogging. And while it can be a challenge to get the hang of it, the results are very worthwhile. When someone reads a whole post, they've invested a significant amount of time with you and are going to be more likely to take a next action.
And that's something we all want when we're building our content empires. And that is your action step for today. Open up a document, think of something you want to teach, share, or promote, and bring out the emotions your audience will feel when dealing with that situation and give them the steps to resolve it so they'll understand that you understand them and can help them get where they want to go. And make sure you remember, again, the way you pull people forward through a blog post is by leaving things feeling incomplete until they get to the end. If you'd like to learn more about Lisa Baker and find out about her genuinely exceptional partner marketing mentorship programs, go to authenticpartnership.rocks. That's R-O-C-K-S. And we'll see you next time on the Authority Building Content Podcast.